Another week, top five for fighting. Let's all get together and have more fun than Joe Biden in a scratch and sniff library. This week, I'm top five for fighting. We're going to talk about it. This week, I'm top five for fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. <laughs> Tell For you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face. Really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, <laughs> hauling nothing but underwear, probably naked ass too. In his underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. What would you do this week? This week? Yeah. I mean, besides work. Yeah. Sit around and wait for shit to open back up again. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I did this week. Fed the ducks. Minus the work thing. Yeah. Although I did work two days, but. Yeah. F- fed my ducks. Hell yeah. The kids, they get, they're growing so fast. They do. They're like and, teenagers and Before you now. know it, it'll be over, Mike. The, no, I don't I don't think they're going to leave. Because every every night about 5 o'clock, they come hang out by the back patio. I'm like, hey, man, um, what's going on? You feeding the peas yet? No, that that's on the list. It's on the I'm list? Get getting rid of some old bread. I got you. They don't seem to mind. They don't give a crap. They're wild ducks. Well, they do give a crap eventually. Actually, they give a lots of crap I'm just, with uh, the bread, but they just, love it. I'm just plumping them up for the gator. That's all. That, that, fair enough. <laughs> Circle of life, Greg. Circle of life. But anyway, I would, That'd be great if there was a way you could tag them. They, I haven't lost any, or I should say they haven't lost any. That I mean, numbers are still intact, so I don't know. Things are going good on the on the duck end. Ducks are badasses. Little straight up thugs. They are. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. What's going on? Nothing. 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 I got. I got nothing. Greg, there's a lot going on. Like. There's a lot going on. Like. Monday. What's Monday? Oh, May the five. May the fourth. God damn you? right, it's the May fourth. Yeah. It's coming yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing every year. Goddamn! Bite your tongue. More Star Wars stuff. I mean, we we now we have it to where we can literally have May the Fourth every day. Because There's a reason it's at our at our fingertips. It's a little more exciting this year than it was last year because you won't be able to spend ninety bucks at, at uh, Disney to nope. get into the Tomorrowland. Nope. What? Because the last two episodes of uh, the Clone Wars comes out mm. on Disney Plus, and the new documentary on the Mandalorian comes out with all the behind the scenes and the discussion with the actors and the directors and John Favreau eh. with. Boring. Yeah, with a possible trailer for the second <laughs> second ep- second season. Uh, who cares? Yeah, go fuck yourself, Greg. <laughs> How's that sound? How about a warm glass? Of shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes, May I, 4th. I didn't know that that was coming. Is that going to be on Disney Plus? Yes. All right, it cool. all it all it, Rise of Skywalker comes out Monday on on, on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus. Yep. Yeah, it's um they're they do a pretty good job of making it relevant every year. Star Wars, it's always going to be relevant. Of, of course, whether you like it or not, just stop fighting it. Join the dark side. If you if you don't like if you don't like Star Wars, I mean, wh- what are we doing? I I will say, um, this season of really? Clone Wars, no, no carryover at all. N- nothing. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? Not, not not liking Star Wars is like the O'Doul's version of a terrorist. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, what are we doing? You, I mean, you don't even have any relevancy. Um, 
Dylan and I talk every week when the new episode comes out on Fridays of, of Clone Wars this season has been fantastic. I'm still trying to catch up on Rebels. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Rebels takes place after this, so there's a lot of Darth Maul in this final season. It's not super, there's like seven episodes, eight episodes out so far, I think, somewhere around there. It's short compared to what the other seasons were, but there's a lot of good stuff. Um, but yeah, you, you'll see. When, when you go down that road and you finally get to watch this stuff, you'll see what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, and with Florida starting to slowly crack the door open, looks like life is starting to, NASCAR is coming back officially, May 17th. Um, yeah, races will resume on May 17th. I saw, saw the update today. Where at? Did not say. I It's NASCAR, so I didn't really read into it that much, but all I know is normalcy is starting to come back. Um, yeah, it'll be another month. Disney month and a half has the green light to open up, which means when they open up, whenever that's going to be, they can only open at fifty percent. Which means I will be there tailgating to get a full day in with half capacity at the Star Wars park, and I won't have to go back. Yeah, true. So yeah, I, I've I've got plans, Greg. I've got it mapped out. You let me know what day you're going to do that. We will uh, we will figure that out. Yeah, all figure, right, figure it out. Um, yeah, that's that's what I got going on. So I threw a little Twitter poll out today. I don't know if you saw it yet or not. I did not. Okay, so I threw a, a oh, poll out. Oh, I know out. why. Because I have no idea where my fucking phone is. Well, that <laughs> I mean, you're busy work, not working. Well, I was doing podcast work. Does that count? Work, absolutely, it okay. does. It for sure does. So I threw a poll out with four choices with May 4th coming up on Monday. You get a choice. Well, I have one X bonus question for you. Because okay. you're worth two questions. Well, thanks, man. Here's your first question, and for those of you listening at home, you get to watch one movie on May 4th. What movie are you watching? Sound of Music. Out of the Star Wars library. Oh, is... It's not Gay Pride Week. You, you can only, get to you, watch... You mean you can only, I can only watch one? You, you can pick one movie in the whole Star Wars catalog of movies, theatrical releases. A New Hope. You watch A New Hope? Yeah. Is that what you're rolling with? That's still, that's still my favorite one. It's Yeah, I, I'm going with Rogue One. That might be my second or third, yeah. One, because I haven't watched it in a long time, properly. It's been on cable here and there. You know, you watch a few minutes of it. Oh, that's a cool, cool part. But I haven't sat down and thrown the volume up and turned the lights on and the, the LED lights. I always set the LED lights to dark blue. Okay. Deep blue when I'm watching Star Wars. Good enough. I don't know why. It just looks right. It's there. It looks right. But yeah, Rogue One. That's what I'm rolling with. Okay. Okay. Here's Rogue, One, Rogue One's good. Yeah. Yeah. If I remember right on our Star Wars episode, that was up there for both of us. It was very high up there for me. I, I know that. Um, so here's the actual Twitter poll, and you can find this at Putty2773 on Twitter. You can watch one trilogy on May the 4th, and here are the choices. Now, there's an asterisk for one of these because it's not really a trilogy. The prequels, the OG trilogy, which us old, old, old guys like to call it. Mm-hmm. The Disney trilogy, or Rogue One slash Solo, the standalones. Would, I'm, I'm going with OG. You going with OG? Yeah, yeah. It's it it's tough to not pick that every single time. I like I mean, them all. It, it really is. I do like them all. But if I'm going to spend nine hours watching movies, it's either going to be uh, Infinity War, Avengers, right. uh, Endgame, yeah. or it's going to be the the original three. Simply, well, probably. I mean, it's more like seven hours, I guess. But I mean, it just. I, I mean, okay. The the prequels. I really like Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, uh, agreed. But 
I mean, Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace, you're just kind of you just kind of muddle through them for certain parts. Right. Uh, and I like the I like the the third three with Ray, but then you gotta you gotta watch Last Jedi. So yeah, it's yeah, it's like you can have a great steak, but you gotta cut your big toe off first. So it's like yeah, <laughs> I'll take I'm in. God, I love steak. Right. Right. So yeah, that, that was just. That's it's good just, enough. It's, you know, this is the kind of shit that crosses my mind during the day. Yeah, damn. I, you know what? I'm still sitting here going, I can't believe I don't have my phone with me. Yeah, I haven't right. had my phone for like four hours, and I haven't missed it. That's all right. So yeah, I won't, figured we'd lead off with that. Good enough. So when we meet again next week, it will have already come and gone. So I figured it was relevant. Abs- absolutely, it is I mean, because uh, this episode will be dropping on May the fourth. Son of a bitch! What a coincidence! Look at that timing. How about that? Nice. So what else you got? Uh, not much. My movie list that I need to watch keeps getting longer and longer. I feel like I feel like I'm home during the day, and I don't. I'm not really accomplishing any of my movie watching. I'm trying to nothing. I mean, some. I've watched a couple movies. I watched. Um, I watched Good Boys. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's so you know what? If if I if I'd have went and saw the theater, I probably would have been a little disappointed. Not that it's a bad movie, but it was made out to be a hangover, and it wasn't quite a hangover. It had some really funny parts in it, and that best black way to kid, watch that. How we watched it? Hi, at home on the couch. Oh yeah, that's that's how I watched it. Drinking. I, I got it on. Uh, I have the HBO app for Amazon Prime. Yep. Because I still have not gotten rid of it from Game of Thrones. Right. And it's uh, one of the mo- one of the movies on there this month. I laughed out loud several times, and it had some very funny moments. It's not like a classic by any means. It's not a Caddyshack, but that black kid that plays that part, he's hilarious. He's the best character in the movie. He's yeah. so fucking funny. I enjoyed it. I, yep. I, I had a good time. It's 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 a very funny movie. Like I said, we was a it was a Friday or Saturday night. We threw that on and had some beverages and laughed quite a bit. Just good. I watched something else too. Oh, I watched uh, the Nice Guys. You ever seen that with Ryan Gosling and? Um, Master and Commander, Russell Crowe. No. Uh, it was directed by Shane Black, okay, who directed Iron Man 3 and was in Predator. Yep. He's done quite a few movies. Yep. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's not like you have to go watch it right now, but it's it's got some really good action, pretty solid story. It's Ryan Gosling's really good in it. He's funny in it. Right. There's a little girl in it who's good. Um, I mean, I can see why it wasn't like a, a multi-billion dollar movie, but... I enjoyed I enjoyed every minute of it. Speaking of HBO, the movie that I keep hearing rave reviews about is Stuber with Batista and Camille Nanjani. I've seen it. I'm I'm gonna probably watch that this weekend. It's it's fun. Yep, and it, I've I have yet to hear anybody say it's a bad movie. Oh no, it's not. It's not a bad movie. I've heard it's at very all. funny. Um, it when you okay, it's I'm not shitting on it. It's not like Oscar quality. You it's know, comedy. I, no, I know, but I mean like. It's not Dumber Dumber or Step Brothers. Right. It's not a movie that you will watch over and over and over. But it is definitely worth watching one time, and probably a few views after that. Uh, Batista's really good in it, but I love Camille Nanjiani anyway. He's, he's, he's just fantastic. his delivery. Um, the, it kind of lags in parts, mm-hmm. but it's it's a really it's it's a funny movie. It's 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 fun to watch. Well, Greg, it's funny you should say that. Uh oh, because I you'll be very proud of me. Oh shit. I watched Train to Busan. You watched Train to Busan. I did. Well, most of it. What do you mean most of it? I fast-forwarded through the slow subtitle part at the beginning. It's a zombie movie. Ah, fuck! I, I don't need any deep-rooted storytelling. Yeah, you did. That's what made movie. the ending so powerful. Well, the the hey, the ending was. I will say it was it was pretty good. It, the presentation, the way the movie looks, it's very well done. It's incredible. I that- cannot disagree with you on the way the movie's done. 
I want an American version. Absolutely. Oh, it's already in the works. They'll ruin it. Yeah, it's but it's you're right. Visually, hey, zombie movies are what they are. And it's funny what got me in the mood to watch that is because I've been I just blazed through the past seven episodes of The Walking Dead of this recent season. Best season since Negan's joined the show. Not interested. You don't have to be. I'm telling you. It's the best season since Negan first joined the show, which apparently that's when most people jump ship because they couldn't stomach Negan. He's the best part of the entire series. I had no problem with Negan. I had no problem with it. I had a problem with that. I was watching uh, an hour-long show that was about 30 minutes long. Yep. And I had a problem with I had to watch three episodes to get... It's exactly yep. what you complained about Breaking Bad. And I complained about Walking Dead for numerous years. Numerous years. Like, we just stopped watching. I haven't watched in a long time. Like, we watched the first half of this season, same way when Dylan was home for Christmas. We we burned through the first eight episodes, because every season's 16. They break it up, first half, second half. Right. This full season, they still have yet to play the finale because of the, the Rona. What, are the, are the zombies scared of getting sick? The pacing of this season is everything we hated about prior seasons. Shit's going on every episode. It, it's a very... I, I, can't, I mean, I know people are either going to watch it or they're not going to watch it. That's fine. But this season, tons better th- than in years past. It has to be because viewership is down. It, it was way down. And it's progressed past... You know, there, There's a lot of shit that happens with the Whispers, who are, to me, the best villains in the entire series Short of Negan, but Negan's not really a villain anymore. Were they able to get the Horse Whisperer and the Ghost Whisperer in there? Both of them. Okay, that's, that's why fantastic. they're called the Whisperers, plural. Fantastic. Smartass. So, yeah. What? So, it was a real, it's a legitimate question. Fuck off. <laughs> so, yeah, then that kind of. Oh, so you're allowed to be funny, but I'm not. At, that's my job. Oh, okay. But I'll that, just sit here and look ugly. That, that <laughs> Know your role. Stay in your lane, bitch. But no, that that's what kind of got me. You know what? Maybe I'll give this train to Busan. I watched it at lunch when I was at work, and I I, I can't poo-poo it. I just I couldn't get through all the subtitles, so I just got to the action. Funniest thing of that whole movie, the baseball team. Oh, it's hysterical. Just happened to be in the right place at the right time, and you got a baseball team. And here's my other question, and this is not what I do while watching movies. Why are they all carrying bats? Oh, I don't. I loved it. I thought, like, dude, of course they're carrying their bats. Of course they are. But goddamn, it was funny when they all didn't start swinging and popping heads open with with their bats. I, I, I really want an American version of that movie. Well, they're making one. And so. like you said, I hope they don't. I hope they do it stunt wise. I fast zombies are scary, without a doubt. The slow walkers that you get in The Walking Dead. Dude, I'm sorry. You know, my my sixteen year old, seventeen year old daughter could handle herself with slow walking walkers. Unless there's five thousand of them. It, well, just well, but that's see, that's the thing about The Walking Dead that I also stopped. It was It wasn't just slow walkers. It was ninja zombies. It was uh, silent zombies. It no, was invisible. It zombies. wasn't them. It was stupid people getting caught by those. If I'm sorry, like season two when her season two or three when Herschel got, he's in an open field. Mm-hmm. He's in an open field. Yeah, which means you gets, should be able to see the zombie hours before granted, it gets to you. Yes, it was a nighttime, but gets bit on the ankle in an open field. No, that wasn't Herschel. Herschel got bit on the ankle Dale. from the one that I'm was sorry. underneath the car. Dale. Her, Dale got Dale, which I was okay with Dale going. It ripped his chest open. It yeah, but he got bit in the foot, and and that's what trapped him down. And then he climbed on top of him and proceeded. Stop it. You'd, I'm that's, sorry. That's what I said. If you're in an open field and don't see that coming, it's natural selection. 
so, I understand yeah. that, but that's my point. That that, that that's the the kills that they they did the same thing with um, who was the the big black guy, the the character that was on the oh, show for T four years. T no no the other guy, um. T-Dog was one of the original characters. This guy came in. He was the one that got locked up in the school. Loved him, too. Yeah. uh, When he was in that room and the one surprised him from behind a door. So it just sits behind a door and doesn't make... You know, you remember when he was in that that house? Yes. So the zombie just sits behind the door and doesn't make a sound. It's completely still. Mm -hmm. And he walks in and doesn't see anything for like 30... That was the shit. That was really what pissed me off. If if everybody was smart in that scenario, it wouldn't be very fun to watch. You got to have dumbs. You got to have dum-dums. It's a dum dum rule. Listen, I'm getting enough dum dums on the news. I don't need dum dums on my <laughs> that, my entertainment. That's why I don't watch it. Greg. <laughs> that's why I don't watch it. I don't watch it either, but it kind of like overflows into your life. It yeah okay I I I, I get it. You know, speaking of dum dums, want to get to our Twitter Twitter troll of the week? Yeah, I uh, I was at uh, Sam's the other day and I saw a bag of 500 dum dums and I was gonna I was gonna take a picture of it just because and I'm like nah nobody wants to see that shit. Should that be the, the official snack of the Twitter troll of the week? The exact the official snack of the Twitter troll of the week. Best theme yeah. song ever, ever, ever. So Greg, this week on Twitter. I think I got to you and Richard right away. We all know the theaters are closed, right? So this week, I see from a pretty prominent, well-known website. Screen Rant, right? Uh, no, that, that that's the other one, and they're not much better, but this is ComingSoon.net. ComingSoon.net. Now, if you've ever read any articles about movies or so on ComingSoon.net, they don't really do much to pump up the industry that keeps them in business. So this is the tweet they sent out with a picture from the upcoming Christopher Nolan's movie Tenant, which if anybody can agree on anything, Christopher Nolan makes fantastic movies. He makes blockbusters. That's just what he does. Okay. So here's their tweet. Christopher Nolan's Tenant projecting low box office opening. No shit. Because why? Theaters are closed. They're not. I. They're stupid. Just don't understand the purpose. Now, since then, here's an update. Since then, a few other websites have done similar things for other movies, projecting low low openings. What I? What else would you be? What, you're, you're what's gonna, the need to say that? You're also going to get low openings because when this does start back up, they're gonna they're gonna be at like fifty percent occupancy. They're they're not going to sell out these theaters. They're they're only going to sell like half the seats. Common sense, right? Yes. Like, there's no way around theater numbers. I I would foresee for the rest of this year. Not 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 in weekends. Maybe overall run. Like if it's a really good movie and you have to show, you know, you're showing more. You're in the theater longer, like they used to do back before you, it came out on video within three months. You know, right. it, it would run for a year. Yeah, no, but it's not going to be. You're not going to get like you know five hundred million dollar weekends. Credit to some of these other companies, to our dismay, that you know have pushed movies back completely till next year. Yeah, you know it's like like Venom was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like I I get it because for the rest of this year, not everyone's going to be like me. Like as soon as the doors open, I'm there. I'm I'm going to see de- depending on what's playing foreshadowing our top five list Ooh, <laughs> teaser foreskin i mean shadow <laughs> yeah there you go so it's 
there's no way around it. Movie industry is going to be affected the rest of this year. So there are movies like Black Widow, which was pushed back to November. Smart sucks for us, but by November, hopefully the hysteria and the people that are so easily scared might loosen up a little bit. And by then, okay, I'll go see a movie. I think I think the November won't, will be fine because by then you're going to have several things going on that will have alleviated people's fear. You're going to have correct. You're going to have football and soccer, hockey, not soccer, and hockey, basketball, and, basketball and, and yes, and and, and and there's going to be a, a semblance of that life, even if the theaters are at seventy five percent. And if you're if you're doing football games, there's no reason that the theater's not one hundred percent occupancy. I completely agree, especially by then, because we're talking May, June, July, August, September. We're talking six months from now. Well, how's the government going to keep us under their thumb if they open stuff up, though, Mike? Stop watching the news. <laughs> that, 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 that's all it is. So, yeah, that's uh, that. That's my Twitter troll of the week. Coming soon.net. What was my reply? Troll I can't remember what my reply was. I think you just sang the song. I lambasted troll him. Hey, hey, <laughs> I, guys, if you haven't watched Sunny in Philadelphia, you got to watch it. It's that's. You're. you're I'm really sure that. I'm sure that. I'm sure that anybody that listens to us has watched Funny in Philadelphia because it's, it's we're, we're as sick as they are. So yeah, I just I, I had to point that out because I was so dumbfounded and borderline angry at that that I had to share it. Well, since we've talked about movies for 20 minutes now, you want to just go ahead and do Mike's movies news? Yeah, because I got some. Let's do it. It's not all great news, but it's I have some happy stuff and some funny stuff. First off, that was. I mean, you can take this with a grain of salt because not not everybody's honest when it comes to upcoming movies and surprises, especially when it comes to our beloved Marvel franchise. Mm-hmm. And this one is Spider-Man 3. Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil, came out and basically said he is not in any way tied to Spider-Man 3. What else is he going to say? Yeah, I'm in it. It's just not going to happen. Now, probably means he's not in it, but at the same time, those guys are forced to be pretty secretive about stuff, so I, I don't. I wouldn't have expected him to say anything other than that. I just think it would be awesome if he is. It would, but I, I'll tell you what I think about that. I don't think that if they bring Daredevil into uh, Spider-Man Three, that they use that actor. Oh, you have to. I bet, uh, is, no, you don't. You don't have to. There's no law that says you have to. Listen. You cock. <laughs> as well received as that that Daredevil was, as the, the as many people that watched Daredevil and as how good mm-hmm. that series did, you'd be foolish to use anybody other than him. Well, first of all, if Marvel makes a decision, until they really fuck something up, we can't call them foolish. I first first of all, in this but case, they do not they do not do that. They don't, especially now. They don't grab people. I mean, really, Tom Holland is the least famous of any of the people that they've brought in, and that was ten years ago with with Civil War when they brought him in to do that eight years yeah. ago. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that I wouldn't like him in the role because he's really good at it, but I'm saying that hasn't been Marvel's status quo. I I get that, but times change. What's not, to say he's not part- when they're not when they're making billion dollar blockbusters? Well, I'm just telling you, if he's linked to it and he's in it, I don't think I think that's gold. I I, I think they should get Christopher Lloyd. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck it. Bring ben, ben Affleck back. Why not? I mean, you're right. He, if he, Even if he was in it, he can't say nothing. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I mean, you know, you're, what you're saying is right. I'm not tied to it in any way. Can, you're, you're right. Can, he can't. Do your job you and know, shut up. You know for sure he can't say a fucking word. because Even if, if he does, he's in there done. for a cameo four-minute fight scene and then something, hey, kid, or whatever, I, it'd be amazing. 
absolutely amazing. They've got to have a, a, a thought in place to, to bring those people in because... you got to replace the big four. They're, they're going to have to, yeah, it, at some point. Well, they are, they're, they've already replaced one of them with, mean, Natalie, with Natalie Portman. Well, I mean, Chris Hemsworth's still coming back, so right. I, I guess I can't count him. Natalie Portman's not going to replace him, by the way. There's no way. Um, she can damn well try. She can try, but she ain't gonna. She better do it topless. <laughs> Even then, she better get a stunt double. Just saying. Um, in lighter news, not really movie news, but tonight at 8.30, Greg, a legend returns to TV. Ron fucking Swanson. Oh, the yeah, there's Parks that. Parks uh, and Rec part, show is What channel is that on? NBC. Okay. I believe it's at 8.30. Okay. So, of course, when this happens, it'll already be done and gone, but I will be parked in front of the TV tonight to watch Parks and Rec. And the premise of it is super cool that Leslie Nope wants to reach out and get a hold of everyone during the coronavirus quarantine, so they're all doing it from their homes. I'm all in. It's just kind of like a reunion show. It's like yeah. a reunion show, yeah. but it's Leslie Nope check, desperate to get a hold of her friends, in which fits the character perfectly. Good and enough. I saw about a 30-second video of Leslie Nope talking to Ron Swanson, and he looks... I mean, it's like they picked right up where they left off, except they look at home and a little worse for wear. It was, it was great, and... He's like, are you practicing social distancing? And in the Ron Swanson voice, I've been practicing social distancing since I was four years old. Good for him. <laughs> so it it looks like, it, and it's a, it's a charity deal. Uh, they teamed with State Farm, and it's all going to a, a charity, um, which which makes it even better. Nice. So that's tonight. Speaking of the May 4th theme, Greg, Harrison Ford is under investigation by the FAA. For? A piloting error. Of all things, did he kill somebody? It's a well-known fact. No, it, the, there was there was no harm in for what those, happened. Then, for those of you that can't see me, I'm, yeah, I'm doing the jerking off yeah, motion yeah. because they're not going to do shit to him. But um, go ahead. No, but it's. It, it, I mean, I've worked on an airport for a summer job. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like it, it's it's a legit thing that is a big no no on an, on an airport. Well, I worked in aviation for like what twenty years. So you, you know as well too. If you're in an aircraft or a vehicle. You have to call into the tower to request permission to cross a runway. That's correct. That's correct. You just don't willy-nilly motor around the airport, especially across the main runway, main runways. He was in his personal air, airplane, I, whatever it is. I mean, he, it, it, it's an airplane. Space, space shuttle. Uh. He called in. Did he? His call sign on the tail had better be Falcon or something like that. I mean, if it's not, what are we doing? You're like the O'Doul's of pilots. So he called into the tower to get permission to cross. There was a response. He took the responses, it's okay to cross. Well, there was an incoming plane for landing. He crossed. There was no threat of a collision, but it that that's an event that's triggered by the FAA, so that's under investigation. It's all much ado about nothing. So, but. Well, there's a very real possibility that the that the tra- tower told him that he could. Oh, sure, and sure. Because they knew that there was no uh, for a collision, and the other pilot complained. And so, and, and they'll have they'll have the recording. Mm-hmm. They'll have the black box. So it was just funny that Harrison Ford's in the news about a piloting error. Right, get off my plane. Yeah, no shit. I mean, is there a better pilot in the galaxy? Come on. Interestingly enough, he pops up in our trivia this week. No way. Yeah. All right. So yeah, th- there was that. Um, last thing, this was pretty big news that you and I had talked about numerously, and this is going to tie into something else we've been talking about. The AMC and Regal Cinemas refusing to play Universal movies from now on. Yeah. 
we all know how this is going to play out, or at least I have my hunch that this is going to play out where cooler heads are going to prevail when the movies come back because both parties stand to lose a shit ton of money if this happens. So basically what happened was Trolls... What was the name? The actual name of the movie? Trolls World Tour. Okay. Kids movie. Super popular franchise. Trolls obviously are a big deal. Got to pay the troll toll. And that, if you want to get my boy hole. In the, <laughs> and the troll toll with this movie is this movie made $100 million in three weeks only on home rentals, on on demand. Rentals. Not even own to own. Rentals. There is no theater to play this movie in. Right. So Universal decided, hey, what better time to... And I, what I read today, they've been wanting to test these waters since 2011. Mm-hmm. It's hard to make that leap, especially when these movies are pulling in mega millions, you know, for the for opening weekends or month or whatever. They had no choice, so they released the troll movie on home de- on demand in three weeks, just by families renting this movie for their kids because they're in quarantine. Made a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. on a cartoon. Well, car- cartoon movies, we talked about it before, are always extremely popular. It's big money. Do extremely well. Because it's family friendly. Well, you know what? We've had this discussion before, and I think that you have three types of people out there when it comes to movies. You have the person that wants to see the movie in the theater. Yep. You have the person that does not want to see the movie in the theater. Which I can't understand, and but then, I get it. And then you have a person like me who wants to see certain types of movies in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I, if, if I didn't see uh, Dumb and Dumber in the theater, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't break my heart. Because right. I didn't lose anything. If I'm I, with you 100%. If I had not seen like aliens in the theater, I'd be disappointed, right? Correct. Uh, you also have... So, so you, have, you have that going right there. So right there, if you want to get right down to it, you, let's, you've got 50% of the people who don't like going to a theater. Okay. Because you have the people that do, the people that don't, and then you have people that only want to see certain movies. So we'll, we'll, we'll break it down the middle and go 50%. Right. Now, of those people that really do like to go see a movie in the theater, let's use Joe Stilwell as an example. Uh, pitcher, softball pitcher extraordinaire, super super duper friend of the show. He can't go see movies in the theater because he can't get his two kids to sit down for two and a half hours or two hours, which is not his fault. Two year olds don't sit down for two hours. It doesn't matter what you put in front of them. Even when you're watching them at home, they don't see. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Ron Burgundy, you just get your friends Jack Johnson and well, God, I can't remember the other name. <laughs> yes, just <laughs> and, yeah, or you give them a slip of Southern Comfort before you walk in there, right? The pink so, candy. So you've got five or six years of people that want to go see movies in the theaters that can't go see movies in the theaters because of that. Now, let's say Joe takes his two kids to a matinee to see Trolls. Yep. Uh, let's say he goes at one o'clock on a Sunday. What's he going to pay? Fifteen bucks. Fifteen, tops. eighteen, twenty bucks. Most, right? If he does it right. So if he pays twenty bucks at home, and now they can watch it for forty-eight hours if they like it. That's a win for him. A, right? abs- absolute, absolute win. Absolutely. So if you have someone like us who wants to go see Scarlet Widow, Black Widow, excuse me. I see what you did there. It's been, it's been a long day. I've had a whole beer. If, you, <laughs> if somebody, at least I didn't say Black Black Widow. Yeah, there <laughs> Thanks, you go. Thanks, Deadpool. Um, <laughs> if you know, you've got someone like us who wants to go see Black Widow, we're going to go put our money down. Absolutely. Right. Um, so you have you have the two sides there. I think personally, the theaters stand to lose more money here. Because they won't get Black Widow comes out, there is a massive rush at the theater, right? At, for, of course, for, for three or four weeks. Not only are they they don't get a lot of upfront end movie sales for the tickets. I think they I think they get concessions is where the bulk I, of the money comes in. From I think the, theaters. the theater gets a very small part, like five percent. That's correct. But still, if you're selling a hundred thousand tickets at seven dollars a piece over three weeks, ten percent is 
that's what uh, that's ten thousand dollars. Especially when a Marvel movie rolls exactly. across that screen, and then you have a movie that comes in that that does you know a hundred and fifty million or in a weekend or something like that. Not to mention the people that do show up and they spend twelve dollars on the popcorn and nine dollars on this, and the kids that want the nachos. Yep. I think the theaters have more to lose, and that's why they're angry about it. I agree. Universal wants to test the waters. Me personally, like I said to you. I, I'm not going to say one or the other is right. I, I'm surprised this hasn't happened already. It's with, personal with, preference, with, really. With the, exactly, with the ability to stream. But what's going to happen here is that since nobody has a signed agreement, the theaters aren't going to be able to do shit. Uh, yeah. And if they um, continue to run their mouth too much, they're going to piss Universal off and go, hey, fuck you. Now, having said that, not to cut you off, this Trolls thing is not the norm. Right. You've got people at home with kids that need something new to watch and... And here's Trolls. I, I know that Ash, uh, he, they rented it for his son, Eland, and he loved it. But mm-hmm. it was $20 for 48 hours. Right. So, I mean, how many times do you pay that? Well, that's when Ash needs to learn how to use the internet. Well, they're working on it. <laughs> I know. But, but, I'm you just know, saying. But, but you know what I mean? No, but it, there's a it lot makes of, sense. There's a lot of people right now that have to give their kids something new where they're like, fuck it, $20 to get him out of my hair for the next 10 hours is... Well, to, to to go along the same lines, it's the same reason that Disney is bringing Rise of Skywalker on Disney Plus on Monday rather than two months from now, which was the original plan. Right. People want it because they need it because they ain't got shit else to do. The the people that are going to buy it are going to buy it, whether right. it's on streaming or not. And I'm I'm one of those guys. I don't necessarily prefer to go to the theater. Um, I really don't like going opening weekend. I don't like going to a crowded theater, as we've talked before. I but- do for the right movie. Yeah. Endgame. Yeah. But Absolutely. you know what? I went, I, I I went wanted to saw see Endgame, End- and I, it was still it still got ruined for me. I I wanted to see Endgame opening night with a rowdy crowd and with people that are just foaming at the mouth to see it, just like I am. See, you were lucky enough to go see it with people that were there to see Endgame. I was there to see it with somebody who needed to chew an entire pack of Hubba Bubba with their fucking mouth open for three hours. Mouth breathers. Right? Go back to so, Ohio. So that that upsets me, but I, I get it. also, when I go when I want a movie, I buy the Blu-ray. When a movie comes out, I don't I don't rely on just cable because I know it'll happen. I want to watch it and it'll decide that month it's got to pay nine ninety nine or so I'll pay the fourteen dollars or the eighteen dollars for Blu-ray. Sure. I can watch it whenever I want. Yep. Um. So so there's a give and take. So if the people are going to buy Rise of Skywalker, they're going to buy Rise of Skywalker. Absolutely. It's not about being on Disney Plus at this and point. And they did because it came out on Blu-ray what three weeks ago. Yes, yeah, it's, or it's some been out. Solo. It's been out for a while. Yeah. So you know what that that's cool. This is going to be really interesting to watch out because this could literally tip the entertainment. Because if this turns out to be popular, do you know those um, those things that they do a lot at the theaters that you see the advertisements for, where you'll show up and it'll be like you know a special concert, a presentation, uh, you right. know, the Barber of Seville live by the Berlin Orchestra or whatever. Yeah. Uh, not not, but there's some good stuff that they do. They do a lot of reunion concerts or you know like um, special events, special special fathom, special fathom. Yep. Those could literally make come home, and you know what? I would pay five dollars or eight dollars to watch that at home as opposed to having to go pay. Twelve dollars and sit in a theater. That you know, there's this is really going to be. I think interesting movie, from everything that I was reading, and there was a long article that what what, what came out on it this. It was really long, and it sounded like this has been something the movie studios have been wanting to do or at least try, but they were too scared to pull the trigger because of the thought of losing all that money in the theatrical run. Well, they're they're also scared of pissing off the theaters too, but for, for that reason, they're but scared, now they're I think. That was an eye opener. Jeez, this movie made a hundred million dollars in three weeks. Yeah, in just rentals. But here's another thing too. Um, it's a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. You don't really have a whole lot to do. Right. Right. 
it's not a big deal for you because you hop the fence. But somebody like me, I'm 45 minutes or 30 minutes away from a theater. You have to. I have to make have sure to that I can set aside time to get there. I have and to plan make sure that I can get there. When I get there, I got to buy my tickets in advance. What if instead of having to deal with all that, and I, oh, hey, honey, let's go see, um, let's go see Ride Skywalker tonight. Oh, cool. What time do they have? Oh, they got one at six thirty. Next thing you know, I'm at work. I'm I'm working late at work. So now I have to go through all the rigmarole of either trying to return my tickets or whatnot. Instead, I just say, hey, honey, when I get home tonight after dinner, what do you say we watch Rise of Skywalker? Pull it up on TV. And you pay you pay the twenty bucks right there. There is a massive audience out there for that. I, I think I, I think there is, and I think Universal has some big movies coming. The new Fast and Furious movie this year—that's the number one example. I was they're, just going to bring up. They're not. I don't think they're scared to to. to I, I think they're playing some poker here. Now keep in mind that's a billion dollar franchise. Those oh. those movies bring in a billion dollars almost every time they release one. Yeah, that franchise is worth a hell of a lot more than it's, a billion. No, I meant per movie. Oh, b- pretty much worldwide, it, absolutely. It, every yeah. every movie that comes out gets bigger and more ridiculous and just makes me love it even more. Here's, but oh, what happens now? Because that was supposed to come out this summer. If this drags out, what's to say Universal says okay, then yeah, you don't have to run our movie. Think of all the concessions you're going to lose now, assuming theaters are all back up, operational, full pull, and everything like that. That's a huge, like you said, that's a poker play. That is. That's calling your bluff. And if there's somebody that wants to see Fast and Furious, it's nine, right? What are they calling I, this one? It's no, Number nine? It, it, yeah, FF9. I think it's nine. If, if there's someone that wants to see FF9 and they want to see it bad enough, they don't give a shit if they're watching it at home or they're watching it in a the theater. They're going to go where they can see it. Yep. And here's the other part that's going to end up breaking those two theaters' backs. It was Regal. Regal and AMC. And AMC. Yep. And they're hoping other chains are going to join them. What if the other chains go, it doesn't bother us? But here's the point, Greg. What other chains? Outside of AMC and Regal, well, what, what do you, I know there's some. They're the most prominent. I couldn't name them. I, I, but I'll guarantee you there's one around here that would have Fast and the Furious that would sell out. All, you see what I'm, see what I'm I, getting at? I, I totally get Maybe it. Maybe even it's just this... Um, uh, well, so you got Cinebistro in Tampa. Uh, yeah, they show or this or Cobb. this or Cobb, the Cobb theaters. You've got uh, what's the one up here in on the, the corner mall. of Sunset next to the Varsity Club? The uh, you know just where you go. Couldn't you, tell you. You know what I mean? They're, so they're out there. It, I and, and I if, don't disagree with you the at all. Theaters don't make a complete solidarity play. It, you're right. It, it's 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 weird. It's just weird, and it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. I've said for a couple of years with seventy-inch TVs and sound systems in your in your in your house mm-hmm. and four K availability, especially since you can get this in four K. I'm sure, right? And when you watch it, and the ability to watch it in your in your sofa with your feet propped up, and you can pause it whenever you want to take a squirt. Yep, uh, it's you know, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in in the upcoming months. And if you've got a family of four. Twenty mm-hmm. bucks is a bargain. Absolutely, it is. Twenty bucks is a bargain. One step further. Hey, call your buddies and have your buddies come over and watch it. Yes. Have your kids call their buddies and come over. We'll just we'll have a movie night on a Friday. Absolutely. Now all of a sudden, that twenty bucks is now letting ten people see a movie. Yeah. Rather than ten individual tickets. Yes, but you're you're right. That might drop their price a little bit. Their 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 overall. Game. Oh no, I just meant the convenience part. To say oh yeah, that's a win for the whole family. Everybody. Because now how many of those people would not have gone and seen that movie in the theater, mm-hmm. and now they're all hanging out, and they're like, Mom, can we have 20 bucks for Trolls? Sure. And now they go home, and they go, Mom, 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 you got to get Trolls, you got to get Trolls, you got to get... Yeah. yeah. And now all of a sudden, Trolls is a babysitter for an entire weekend. Yeah, so I, I agree. I, it's, 
It's crazy. I, me personally, with Dolby, you know how I feel. It's well documented yep. how I feel. I, you give me any big blockbuster, I don't want to see it any other format other than Dolby. There's nothing. There's nothing bad to me about a movie experience except the other people. Oh, thousand percent. That's the only thing. That's the only thing wrong. Especially now with the comfy chairs and the, the, there's plenty of space and all that. If you get somebody that doesn't know how to take a shower and they sit next to you, or somebody that, again, hubba bubba, hubba bubba lady, things like that. Stick with there's me. There's nothing kid. wrong with it. But I, I am also of the mindset that I knew that I wanted to see Endgame, I wanted to see Infinity War, I want to see Spider Man. But if you know, to if fix- something. If something happened and I wasn't able to get there and I was able to watch it at home in my living room, I wouldn't be angry about it. I'll fix your entire problem. Don't ever, for you personally, don't ever go see a movie unless you're going to go Saturday or Sunday morning. Preferably Sunday morning. That's when we go. The first showing, you're gold. You that's, don't have to worry about it. But I couldn't wait that long for Endgame. Well, I mean, I couldn't. Uh, that's, again, rare instance. Right. Totally different scenario. Yeah. We typically we typically go to the first showing on a Sunday morning because we'll get up, we'll go have breakfast, and then we'll go see the movie. Black Widow, I'd go Saturday morning. Yeah, I mean, I, I it wouldn't be wouldn't have to be well, an I'm, opening night. I'm not going to see that pile of shit. There's yeah, fuck Marvel. <laughs> There's very few movies that come out that I'm an opening night. Therefore, Rise of Skywalker was one of them. In fact, I saw that on a Wednesday showing that, which is even more rare. End games, the, the big big ones, the can't miss ones, are the ones that I do. Which few and far between. Now, the majority of the time, Saturday Sunday morning. Uh, right, because well, that's when you're off work. It's, it's you don't, easy it, to go. You don't, it's not a not a big deal to get home on time and get there, and then you don't have to stay up late and I all just that have bullshit. Have to hop the wall. I mean, I I enjoyed the shoot when we went and saw Jam with Richard and Susan and you and yeah. I and Ann. That was fun, and I would do that more often, like to go with a group of friends and then go right. and have a beer afterwards. Or when we saw 1917. Yeah, with every, you know things like and that. And that was when a that Saturday was, morning. Well, absolutely, it was, and it was great. It was, it was great. So you know, but again, that's the only that's the only downside to the theater thing for me. And it's forty, you know, four, I say forty five minutes. It's a half hour there. It's a half hour back. So I actually gain an hour. It's a hike. So so if I feel like my time is worth twenty dollars an hour, yeah, then I, I get me, it. So I'm be really be really interested to see where this goes. I now was. I understand why you hate movies so much. Why? Because it, you you wasted an hour in the car, had to spend the extra money, had to put gas in the car. I okay, I I get it's it. It's not no. that I hate movies. I'm just kidding. I, it's it's this that I hate people. I'm no, just, <laughs> that's totally justified. So <laughs> I cannot argue. Um, and that's all I got for movie news. That's it. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds like a great place to take a break. Yeah, I'm in. Let me tell you about our friends at Not Water Barbecue. Tell me. I words escape me. So we just got done eating a three-pound bag of wings with the hot, the medium, and the mild pepper sauce. I do not eat hot, spicy foods. The, the hot is amazing. It's amazing. I, you can classify this differently because it's a hot sauce that actually tastes very, very good. I agree. It's which not, is tough to find. This is not a barbecue sauce. The barbecue sauce is coming. Um, thanks a lot, China. You've, you've yeah. slowed it down a little bit. Jerks. Jerk, no, I'm kidding. But they're, they're 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 suffering from the COVID thing, just like everybody else is. But they were able to get us some of the pepper sauces, and we just cooked the wings. Um, we partook. The marketing angel partook. We all love them. This is this. You know what? I expected something good. I didn't expect something this good. Yeah, it's it's impressive. And one of the things I like about it too, it's a it's a brand new business. It's run by a couple guys. It's done here local, not locally, but it's it's done here in the states in Iowa. Um, it it's an American company, it which is always good. But above and beyond all of that other stuff, 
this stuff tastes amazing. It's got flavor that has spice in, included in the flavor, and I'm cool with that. Uh, go to notwaterbarbecue.com, K-N-O-T-W-A-T-E-R-B-B-Q.com. Use the code FIGHTING10. That's FIGHTING, the number one, the number zero, FIGHTING10. Get 10% off your purchases. Purchases. They have hats. They have shirts. They have the hot sauce. Um, they have a rub that we have not tried, but we will be trying it soon. And um, thanks a lot, guys, for sponsoring us. Try it. Trust me. You try it, and you will love it. I, ri- ridiculously off the chain. We will be posting a picture of the, the chicken wing plate. Yes, for sure. Not water barbecue with a K. Dot com. With a K? With a K. With a K. <laughs> so we're back. Yay. Our, us. our drinks are full. And um guess what I came home to last night? Take a guess. Well, the sex it, parties are on Fridays. It's an amazing answer. I don't know. Two fully cooked, ready slab of ribs. Mm. And guess what? What? The dry rub we used was from notwaterbarbecue.com. It's, it's good, right? It's fantastic. It's a good rub. It's, I, and I know that, you know, we've even said in the past, like most rubs are rub. It, it, like there's no bad one you can get. Made a huge difference on, on ribs. It, on the wings, it, it you know, I, I could taste it, but man, the way Amy cooked these ribs was like restaurant, like holy, like literally when you're, when you have really, really good ribs, you should have nothing left but then just dry bone. The secret to ribs is you got to cook them longer at a lower temperature. It's yep. almost like a smoking thing. She, I, she cooked them for like three hours or something like that's, that in the oven. That's about how long I cooked um, mine on the on the grill. They were rubbed up really good. had had some sauce on there, and it was we destroyed them. I actually have my order in on the website to order the barbecue sauce because I want to try it. What website is that, Greg? Notwaterbarbecue.com. With a K? With a K. All right, fair enough. And uh, if you're not sure about what code to use, go back and listen to the commercial that I just played. And you'll yeah. You'll get 10% off your, off your list. If you um, forgot it already, rewind the, the rub, it. The, I, I, I'm, I'm honest. I don't, I don't, you know, I mean, I, I understand that they sponsor Well documented. Us. I'm honest. <laughs> the rub is, is good. It's not knock your mama over good. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a very good quality rub. I have had some crappy rubs. Yep. But I mean rubs are pretty much all the same. A little bit of sugar, a little bit of salt, a little bit of you know, some different smoky flavorings. It I made ribs this past weekend. Yep. Uh, and I used the rub. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't have their barbecue sauce yet, so I used my 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 standard go to. Um, and I could tell a little bit of a difference from the rub. The rub the rub's got a, it's got a solid flavor. It does. Lots of times I use Montreal steak seasoning. Mm-hmm. On my ribs, but I tried this rub, and and it's it's definitely, but still, I cannot I cannot get away from how good the 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 I'm going to call it the pepper sauce. I'm not going to call it barbecue sauce. I cannot get away from how good the pepper sauce is. Yeah, I can't I, even call it a hot sauce. It it does have kick to it, but again, like we've said, we, I know we've said it a thousand times already. The flavor is out of this world. See, for me, a pepper sauce is growing up in the South when you have turnips or, or collard greens. Um, you there's a if you ever go to like a barbecue restaurant and you see the glass jar on the table that has like looks like mini green beans in it, but it's it's a, like a spicy hot vinegar sauce, that's a pepper sauce. This to me is like a pepper, but it's also it's got it's like hot sauce with some flavor to it. And, right. and I'm totally I made some chicken and yellow rice and black beans this weekend and I put a little bit of it on there. Holy hell. It's not just for chicken wings. My god, was it good. I used the medium, oh, out of this world. Liked it, huh? So good. I did. I liked it very much. It was really, really good. Really, really good on the black beans. 
Well, that's good. But yeah, that stuff was. Uh, I'm really excited to try the barbecue sauce for obvious reasons because you know with that then it opens up a whole other stuff like chicken, oh, obviously yeah. ribs and everything like that. But yeah, the um, I, I thought it was really good. But yeah, I just had to it share is, that. It is really good. Well, good. I'm glad you shared that. Yeah. Uh, one last thing I forgot to bring up in the movie news: the Oscars announced the Academy Oscars announced two days ago that they're going to change the requirements this year for how to qualify for a movie saw for, that. For, for an award. Uh, there's a there's one of the rules in there about how you have to have so many days or limited engagement or something like that in certain theaters uh, to qualify. But they're not going to have that this year because of the Rona. Um, they're also this is going to be the last year that they do uh, hard DVD screeners out to the public. That's going to be like a a streaming format that they can uh, uh, give people the links to. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter to be honest with you because I mean, the fact is. In, they're going to pick the wrong movie for Best Picture again anyway. Um, but, you know. So, because that's what they do. Yeah. I mean, I get why they pick movies for Best Pictures. We've talked about it before. I don't know that they always pick the right movie. Most of the time, I'm okay with their Best Picture. But I, I just I don't I just don't get the criteria sometimes. But Yeah, you know. I, I don't either. But I, I want to go back to what you were saying with, with you know, when you're the southern cooking and, and everything that you use, like okay. when you're cooking up meals. Mm-hmm. Is this how you sound in the kitchen? Hell yeah! Ha! That's how we all talk. <laughs> we all talk like this, huh? This, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. No. Some Tropic Thunder. And some yeah. Williams, I, th- that's just... <laughs> It's one of those movies that anytime you hear the slightest quote, automatically that movie comes up in my. And as soon as you said, uh, what did you say, collard greens or something like that? Collars and turnips. Collars and turnips instantly goes back to that scene in that movie. That's a great movie. I it's God, it is slowly creeping up on one of the most quotable movies up there with Step Brothers. Oh, it is in my head. It's really good. Yeah, I just yeah, I, I had to throw that in there for obvious reasons. Um, I only have one more thing this week before we get to our list. Okay, what do you got? We actually got to experience some real live sports stuff last week. Oh, we did. And um, unfortunately, we missed you on Saturday or yep. on Sunday with the uh, with the movie episode or the the guitarist episode. So we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. It's all right. But um, you and Nick and I had a four and a half hour Zoom conference while we watched the first round of the draft. I'll tell you what, the alternative to the the way the draft has been in the past that was a lot of fun it was it was a lot of fun we all had laptops on we had drinks in hand and we had cool backgrounds to to fit the draft and uh, we all watched the draft on Zoom it, as it happened and man that was a good time it was a good time uh, it I remember on Saturdays when you used to be able to get together with your buddies and do that because it didn't take four and a half hours uh, one of my favorite memes that I've seen on Facebook the last two weeks is if I'd wanted to see 32 picks in three hours, I'd have just watched Jameis Winston play. That's for you, Trent. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> I'm I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a good meme. Um, I don't. It it, it it it's way too long. I mean, it's fucking dude. It, it didn't. The first pick was supposed to be at eight. They didn't even announce Joe Burrow's until like what eight twenty five. I think it was close. Yeah, it was after eight thirty. I, I think. think when I went to bed, it was twelve twenty. Yes. Who can watch that on a work night? No yeah, less. Who can watch that? And I don't usually stay up for for that for anything on a work night. But I I agree. This was worth it though. We had a great time. I, I, we fun. did. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Nick, thanks for uh, hosting the Zoom. And um, what'd you think about the draft? Um, I'm happy with it on both fronts. I mean, Cincinnati addressed the needs that they 
needed, which was franchise quarterback. I mean, it was a about as no-brainer of a pick as it can be. Um, Detroit ended up with the best defensive back in the draft and what was arguably the number one running back in the draft. So, I mean, outside of those two picks, uh, that nasty lineman out of Kentucky, I mean, I hope he pans out. I I think they did the best they could. They got a pretty good defensive end out of, I hate to say it, out of Notre Dame. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, if everyone has a good draft on paper, unless you're the Packers. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. We're going to get to that. Um, no, I mean, it was it was fun, and I was happy with what my teams did. So, good. I mean, we'll see what happens in a few months. Cincinnati's best pick was not their first pick. It was their second pick. You think so? I think so. I, I think Joe Burrows was crucial to that well, franchise. But Joe, Joe Burrows was a no-brainer. It, it, it is, when but you, the reason you, he's a no-brainer is because, again, as of right now, that kid is a franchise quarterback. I understand. Hopefully. But they got somebody that can play the other side opposite of A.J. Green. That's I, not a slot receiver. I totally get it. Let's hope that let's hope that he shows up and plays some football because it's, if because if he does, their um their slot receiver, uh it's not Calvin Ridley, it's um John Ross. Not John Ross. Because we heard the same thing about John Ross when they drafted him at that point too. So. Yeah, but John Ross hadn't really done a lot except for his blazing four forty so his forty speed. It goes back to why I hate the draft. The way George, John Ross was talked about, he was gonna be the next big thing. Yeah, and well, he, he's he's a popcorn fart. Don't listen. Don't listen to Mel Kiper. That's I, that's your clue I, right I there. I don't ever listen to Mel Kiper. T. Higgins is a big boy who has produced he solid is. for three years. Um, damn it, Boyd, Tyler Boyd, yeah. is their slot receiver. So now they got AJ Green if he's healthy, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, and they picked up some offensive linemen. I think you know what. Um, I was very happy with. Uh, I was very happy with. I thought they made good picks. I was very happy with what the Bucks did. I mm-hmm. don't know that they needed to trade up. To get Tristan Wirfs, but no problem. There's a lot of people that are saying that that running back they picked in the third round is a lot better than they thought. Right. Let's hope. It's let's, let's hope. You know what I mean. It should be something that I've lacked for the past few years. As I'm excited for the NFL season. Yeah, me too. the The league looks totally different now. Obviously, yeah. not just because Brady and Gronk are in Tampa, but the league as a whole is just. I think it's more wide open. Well, you not. And we're going to get to this in just a second. It's not just at Brady and Gronk or in Tampa. Um, you know what? Every, every year I watch the Patriots draft, going, "Who are they going to get?" And they never get anybody. They, they did the same thing again this year. Yep. Um, not not just Brady and Gronk in Tampa. Bronk. There's, there's no yeah. There's no Cam Newton in Carolina. Nope. Uh, Jameis Winston's a backup. Yep. Philip Rivers is in Indianapolis. Yep. It, it's, um, it's, the league it, looks it's, different. It's, it's completely completely different. Um, I'll just say this. There's a lot of unknown in the league, and that's fun. Yeah. And and to me, that's exciting. Because everyone has hope right now. You always do after the draft. You always you always have yeah. hope, un, un, unless you're fucking Cleveland. And but but, okay. being, but being <laughs> that the league is so different now, with so many players being on different teams, especially marquee players, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. It's exciting to, to go into a season thinking that, you know, maybe the Lions will win nine games instead of four. Who knows? I think if the Lions <laughs> stay healthy, they've got a good chance to play. Listen, they started out really good last year, and then the injury bug hit, and then they fell apart. They didn't have any depth. I know you say that every year. Rebuilding you know, it's since super, 57. Super I know. I know. Well, hey, T- Tampa Bay has been the same thing with the exception of two seasons. And a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they had one season. Then they, they got a Super Bowl ring. But a Super Bowl. O- but other than that, it's it's just been a, a floating pile of dog shit. I mean, it really has. Yep. Ours never floated. What? <laughs> What the, hey, you guys went to the playoffs once. once. Nick's Nick's team tore it up. The Broncos. I, I thought, dude, sitting at fifteen and getting Jerry Judy. 
Wow. Completely agree. Wow. And he was stoked. That was so much fun yep. to see him uh, be happy about that. Explain to me what the hell you think's going on in Green Bay. No clue. Uh, I, dude, I even the experts don't know. They were rated as having graded as having the worst draft in the NFL. Oh, they. I uh, there's one app that I wa- that I follow a lot. It's called the Score. Uh, they graded everybody, and there was only there was no Fs, and there was only one D, and the D was the Packers. Yeah, they they took a big D. That's for sure. That's for real. I have I have looked at it and I have thought about it, and this is this is what I think. I think that Aaron Rodgers maybe has gotten a little bit too big for his britches and thinks that he can tell the coaches what to do, and Matt Flynn's really not on board with that. And they're looking to get somebody in there this year. They went to the NFC Championship game last year. They're looking to get somebody in there that Uh they think can learn, and then they're looking to drop $35 million of salary a year next year. Very well could happen. But I have a stat for you, or stats that will – I don't know if you've already seen it or not, but just for the sake of – Hit me with it. People listening, this will, regardless of what your opinion is on Aaron Rodgers, obviously being a Detroit fan, I can't stand him. Mm-hmm. You, you just go into a game against Green Bay, he's going to beat us eventually. But he, you, you hate him, but he, but it's it's out of respect but because he's, he's so fucking good. Because he's top five. Yeah. Every year, it seems like. Every year he's in the top five, as far as quarterbacks you're scared of. Except for that year that Barr fucked him up. Yeah. So... <laughs> Here's a stat that blew my mind when I saw this. This is the career TD passes to first-round picks. Okay? We have Peyton Manning at 293. Mm-hmm. He's thrown 293 touchdowns to, to, to first-round pick. Okay? You mean, you mean wide receivers that are first-round picks or tight ends or running backs? First-round okay. picks. Okay. Not the quarterback themselves. Correct. Okay. Drew Brees, 104. Brady, 105. Brett Favre, 127. Dan Marino, 84. Ben Roethlisberger, 69. Aaron Rodgers, one. One touchdown one. thrown. And Brady Brady had 105, and I think 27 of those or 25 of those went to Moss. Uh, it's very possible. It is insane to think that over the course of of his career that Aaron Rodgers has only thrown one touchdown to a first-round draft pick. I'd like to know who that was. It was Javon Walker out of Florida State. Who? In Green Bay, didn't even draft him. Who? Exactly. Who? (laughs) Um, That speaks volumes to, as much as I hate to say it, how good Aaron Rodgers really is because he, for whatever reason, over the past, I want to say, 10-plus years, Green Bay has never drafted a skill position in the first round. They just don't do it. It's mind-blowing. Why would you not go get this guy some talent on the offense? Especially in what was widely regarded as the deepest wide receiver class in years. Yes! Now, you're not going to get the one of the top three. You weren't going to get CeeDee Lamb or Jerry no, Judy or Ruggs. because you were one game away from yeah, the Super Bowl because you drafted year. like... But you know what? T. Higgins was on the board. Uh, Mims was on the board. Lavisky Isle Chanel was on the... I mean... I, I, I don't, I don't understand sense. it. Um, and the crazy thing about that, too, is is that you look at Manning. He had 293 to first-round picks. That's because one of them was Marvin Harrison, and the other one was Reggie Wayne. Yeah. And he it, played with them for like 10 years. Now, granted, that was inflated, but still, but, one. But, yeah, but there's in still his career. Drew Brees. Yeah. Has thrown the most touchdown passes in NFL history. Yeah. And he's got 104. Yeah. It, and and uh, you can't even count Brady's 105. Gronk was in a first-round pick. I can't even 
Uh, it, yeah, it's crazy. It makes no sense to me. So Green Bay, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but keep doing it because as a Lions fan, I love to see it. You know, uh, we I said last year they were going to be garbage, and I blew it. Yeah. I mean, obviously they went to the NFC Championship game. I don't know how they did it, but not only did they not, not only did they, their two best players last year were uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And then the the cornerback or the the running back Aaron Jones. Okay. Right. Yep. And who was their pick in the second round? A running back. I mean, what 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 are you doing? What what are we doing? It's the duels of general managers. I, I I you know what? I'm serious. I I'm gonna tell you what. I I don't get it. My, I thought I thought Chicago. <laughs> it's a good joke. I thought Chicago was the one that had the off season. I'm sitting there scratching my head. And when that happened, and you know what? It wasn't even like you traded up for like a Herbert or or a Tua. You trade up for a guy that everybody's like 50-50 on. Meh. Who? Yeah, who? I mean, the guy's uber talented. He's got some serious gifts. It he just had a, doesn't make any sense. He had a bad senior season. That happens, especially if you change coaches or if you lose your offensive line, goes to shit, whatever. You, that's one of the things that I always I dislike about uh, grading talent coming out of college. Unless you go somewhere like Ohio State or Michigan or Florida State up until the last two years or Florida or Alabama – and you don't have stud players around you, you can't say, wow, he was really good as a sophomore, but he sucked as a junior and a senior. Well, yeah, because, you know, like LSU next year. LSU ain't going to be in contention to win the SEC. Nope. They, they had 16 players picked in this draft. Holy that's shit. Insane. That's insane. That's, that's a record, by the it's way. Whole, it's, 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 it's more it's, than an entire it's, offense. It's two-thirds of their entire starters. So It's crazy. You know, so you look at this kid, uh, maybe, I, I just, I can't see picking, I can't, and, and they traded up. They gave up draft picks to get him. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I don't know, man. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll see soon. The last thing on football is the quarterback challenge is over. Oh, who won? I did. Imagine that. Yep. No gift certificate for anybody. It's rigged. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I didn't have fifty bucks. I'm out of work. No, uh, I won, but I'm not eligible to one. Mister Calvin Halk won. Uh, he got five out of nine. I got six out of nine. Nice job, Calvin. Calvin. He um he got Haskins for the skins, um because and it has to be Haskins because he was starting at the end of the year and they made no moves for anybody. They didn't right. trade. Uh, he got Tua for the Dolphins, Burrows for the Bengals, Tannehill for the Titans, and Minshew for the Jags. Um, I didn't see the Nick Foles trade coming with the money that he's oh, making. Nobody did to the Bears. Nobody saw the that. Fuck. Coming. Nobody okay. saw that coming. Um. Uh, Jeremy BB came in second. He got Brady with the Bucks. He called Brady with the Bucks. Well done, Jeremy. Nice job. He had Burroughs with the Bengals, Tannehill with the Titans, Minshew with the Jags. Joe had three right. He got Haskins with the Skins, Rivers with the Colts, and Tannehill with the Titans. Good work. Um, I got Bear with the Chargers, Haskins with the Skins, Rivers with the Colts, Tua with the Dolphins, Burroughs with the Bengals, and Tannehill with the Titans. I missed Brady and Winston for the Bucks and the Patriots, or the Buc- yeah, Bucks and Patriots. I got in foals wrong. Nice job. So, Mr. Halk, uh, you should be receiving your $50 gift certificate and your email. I think I can do that. I will double-check tomorrow, but congratulations, sir. Well done. Um, I had fun with that one. Now Thanks I, for playing. Now I just got to get an uh, uh, update on the video game. I have not given the information out yet because I cannot make it work the way I want it to work. Um, I'm really scared that there's ability for somebody that gets a password to go in there and really fuck it up. Um, and I can't, I can't figure out how to do it. So I'm going to come up with something because we're going to do that. It's in progress. We're going to do that. But um, so is this another game I'll we played that Phil did not play? Mm-hmm. God damn it, Phil! 
Well, you know what? Even my cousin was telling me this weekend, as much as he likes the podcast, uh, he he didn't play it because he doesn't know enough about it. I'm so, like, hey, so guess. So guess. Fucking guess. Jesus, throw a dart at the board. Right? What's the worst going to happen? You hit a bullseye or win 50 bucks? Yeah. Right, Calvin? Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> you probably don't even listen. I have no idea who you are, but um, if you do listen, thank you very much for playing and congratulations, man. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So that's all I got. Yeah, that's kind of all I got, too. I'm out. All right. We get See to you our next list. Week. Yeah. Oh, we That's have a it. list. Yeah, a we list. have a list to do. We do. An important list. Oh, I don't know if we talked about it last week because I don't think it had happened yet. No. It uh, was uh, kind of an on the fly decision that just popped into my head, like most things do randomly with no rhyme or reason. What? Um, oh, no, no. I was going to say. Oh, wait. Um, I got to put pictures on the website. Uh, the packages arrived at Task Force 7. Yes. Um, and I have uh, several pictures to put up. We were. Uh, they were very happy. We were very happy, um, and and um, we are happy that we could do that. We Hopefully, have, they listen. Yeah, I think I hope they did. We had some we had some older episodes down, download this week, so Good. I hope if you guys if you guys listen to us, man, shout out! Thank you so much for what you guys are doing. Yes, um, and we'll keep it going. We have to do our little trivia game. Go. Okay. So the last movie we did was Independence Day. Okay. So this movie is linked to Independence Day somehow. All right. Your first clue is Harrison Ford was offered the lead role but turned it down, saying the part was not right for him. After seeing the movie, he said, I made the right decision. <laughs> Hitch. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> um, this one has got three very oddball trivia because all the trivia had something in it that gave it away. The third one might give it, it should give it to you, though. This was after Independence Day? No, no, it's just linked it's to It's just linked State. to it in yeah. some way. Yeah, the director okay. or an actor or something. Okay. So Harrison Ford was offered the lead but turned it down, saying the part wasn't right for him. After seeing the movie, he said, I made the right decision. The Fly. No. But I, I see where you're going. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of any other dumpster fires that Bill Pullman's been in. I can give you the second clue if you want. All right, go. Okay. James Cameron wanted to make this movie, but the rights were bought a couple of hours before he was able to bid. He said it's a good thing because he would have made it more violent, like Aliens, which would not have been fair to the kids. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. James Cameron wanted it. Man, we really got to get the Jeopardy theme song. I'll have it queued up next week. Fuck. Trying to th- just trying to picture all the actors that are in. Wait a second, Lake Placid. No. Oh, okay. Who was in Lake Placid? Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman and uh, Bill the, Paxson was in it. The the lawyer. The 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 Martin Ferreira. Not the not the lawyer. The um. No, maybe that was a different guy. He had the really crazy deep voice. Oh my god. Bill Paxson was in Lake Placid, I think, wasn't he? No. Um. Uh, shit, I don't know. Okay. What's three? Third clue. Michael Crichton estimated the screenplay has 10 to 20% of the novel's content in it. Jurassic Park? Yep. Really? Yep. How is it tied to Independence Day? Jeff Goldblum. Oh, that's right. The chaos theory. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm su- to assume that there will be dinosaurs on yeah. the dinosaur tour? <laughs> Here's a couple of fun facts that I dug up, but I, but I couldn't I couldn't use them. Because it would completely give it away. Right. Do you know that there's only about 17 minutes of dinosaurs in Jurassic Park? I knew it was very little. It's very little. But the suspense is what makes it so good. That is, I agree. Michael Crichton was paid $2 million for the script before he ever wrote the book. 
Really? Yes. Now, I'm assuming you've read the book. Yes. There's a, a heavier military aspect to the book. Is is that is that true? No. As far as a fight with the dinosaurs? No. No? No. I heard that there was. Number two, there is. Okay. In that, the Lost that, World, there that is. That might be the one I'm talking the, about in the or book, thinking of. In the book, you know how he rescues a kid, and they kind of walk back, and they make it to the, they make it to the hotel and everything? Yeah. In the book, he is on a raft. They're floating down a river with the two kids almost the entire book. Really? Yeah, Dr. Grant is nowhere. He's completely... It's 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 a really good book. I know that if you don't like to read, you're not going to enjoy it. It's And it's worth reading because it's completely different from the movie. I see why they did the movie the way they did it, um, but it's just... It was completely different. That's why... The- Story-wise, does that play better in the movie than what the book would have, in your opinion? I think it's better story-wise, but I think the movie is uh, better for a movie. Would you have rather seen the book more accurate portrayed in the movie? Elements of it. But not the whole thing. Not, but not, not 100%. Okay. Because it was, it was a little slow because you didn't have everybody in one place and you didn't, and it wasn't a lot. It was more like a survival story than it was a suspense story, which is really what Jurassic Park was. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, but it was... It was really good, just different. That's the only way I can. Okay. That's the only way I can describe it. Um, the original screenplay called for the T Rexes to chase them out of the main hall. Okay. And for one of the T Rexes or one or one of the T Rex, the Velociraptors, to chase them and, and lunge for Such one of the kids. Such a good scene in that movie. Lunge for kitchen. one of the kids, and yes, that was everybody's favorite scene. The to, to uh, <laughs> he was supposed to lunge for one of the kids, and when he lunged, impale himself on one of the ribs of the T Rex skeleton. And then the skull was supposed to fall on the last remaining Velociraptor. And as they started filming it, Steven Spielberg says, no. He says, I need the T-Rex to be the hero of this movie. Absolutely. And, and I'm glad was, that was, they did. And it was a great call. Uh, what was the, the other one? Oh, into, um, Velociraptors were not 10 feet tall. They were about six and a half feet tall. Correct. And Spielberg says, I need them to be scarier. So they wrote the movie and they filmed it. And six months before the movie came out, a team of archaeologists found fossils of ten foot tall velociraptors. So Michael Crichton Game said, on. "Michael Crichton said, look, if if Steven Spielberg happens or writes it, it'll happen." <laughs> yeah, that's a true story. When that came out in the theaters, went to see it with Amy and came home with bruises on my arm from the kitchen scene. For her hit, from her hitting you. From her grabbing and squeezing my arm because of the raptors jumping up to the ceiling to try and catch the kids. Yeah, she so cool. Just. Blasted my arm. So cool. Just such squeezed the shit out of it. Such a great movie. Yeah. That is still his most his biggest financial success. He made $250 million. Steven Spielberg made $250 million off of that movie alone. Mm-hmm. It is the most that anyone has made off of a single movie as of this date. Great movie. Stands up to this it day. It does. It holds up extremely well. It's it's amazing. It's yep. so it's so good. Yep. Okay. Nice so, job. Thanks. Hey man. I'm just here to entertain. Yeah, I mean, look at you. You don't even. Well, you you got to the third one this week, but you've been getting it number two. Yeah, I'm getting it. See now, I'm now I'm starting to back myself into a corner. I'm a natural number two. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm starting to back myself into a corner because where do I go from this? You know uh, what I mean? It's just like it, Kevin Bacon, you you can know, branch off in many I know, ways. But it's about movies that you'll know. Well, or you, or have an idea of. I mean, I can't use like. Oh come on, Jeff Goldblum. There's a bunch. Oh, I know there's a bunch, but. Eventually, I'm going to hit a corner. So nah, I'm, I'm I'm confident in your well, ability. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I'll I'll make it work. You've got a lot of skill. Thanks. So tying that into our mo- movie list of the week. Yep. Which I came up with that was 
when this whole mess is over, you know, talking about the video on demand and the movies studios and stuff pushing back basically everything towards the end of this year or next year, which is the majority of the big movies that we want. What are movies theaters going to show when they open? I don't think I think everything has been pushed back to at least July, right? Uh, minimum July, yeah. and so with the phase that open, you know, with we we were anticipating things starting to slow up, slowly open up this week, which is going to, or I should say, next week. So when the movie theaters get the green light and they decide to open up, what are they going to play? Well, our list is. Here's what I want them to play. Uh, yeah, I agreed. Even I thought if, it was a great idea. Even if you can go back, if I'm AMC, AMC or Regal or whatever it is, why not bring back some big movies? Well, there was an article that... that what kickstarted this idea, you. which was a great idea, the Russo brothers want to re-release Infinity War and Endgame. And Richard's immediate response was, take my money. Absolutely. I get to go see that in Dolby again? You know what? 100%. We didn't get to see that together. So I would like right. to go see those with you guys. Um I, I did not put that on my list for obvious reasons. It's just going to take up an obvious spot. Yeah. But overwhelmingly, number one would be Infinity War and, and Game Back to Back. I think that'd be a fun Saturday. <sighs> just to see all of that in Dolby, one like one big six-hour movie. Just cut the credits after just, Infinity War and just roll right into Endgame. Just go right into it. Or maybe a piss break would be okay. Okay. I mean, given the length of those movies. True. Jesus Christ. True. Length and girth. Good Lord. And stamina, too. Right? My God. Just All night stop. long. Holy Lord. Crazy. So, this week's top five movies that we want back in theaters when theaters open up. In Dolby. Mine are all 100% Dolby Yeah, only. mine too. Mine okay. too. Well, and that, I, that and, I, and I went that way because there's a lot of movies that I would like to go see at a theater, but there's some movies... My list is movies that I didn't get to see when they came out. Okay. Or movies that we didn't have Dolby in that would be great to see in Dolby. Right. All right. So do you want me to start? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Because I know you. I always make you start. That's all right. My number five was easy because you had it on when I walked in the room when you were doing your work. <laughs> it's Deadpool 1 and 2. To see those again in Dolby I would just be an absolute blast for me. How long has Dolby been out? Oh, God. I... I'm probably going to be wrong, but I want to say off the top of my head, three, four years. Okay. IMAX has been out Roughly. longer. Oh, IMAX has yeah. been out uh, absolutely longer. And IMAX is a screen resolution, right? Size. It's a bigger screen size. It's bigger size, I, and it's got it's got louder sound, yes. Screen, IMAX doesn't really doesn't impress me a lot. No, because Dolby has an IMAX screen. It's the sound in the Dolby theater that... Yes. In the seating. IMAX will not let AMC put in leather seating. Because it cuts down on the number of because tickets. Because it cuts sell. down on seat yeah, size, well, yes. fuck you, IMAX. That's why we don't go see it. Eat a bag. Eat a bag. A large bag of infected. Yes. My number five is Aliens. That yep. movie would be fucking sick in Dolby. Are you kidding me? Uh, I... I, I did not have it on my list, but I will not fault you for having it well, on That there. movie I actually got to see in the theater. I saw it with James Thompson. I remember, I'll, I'll never forget, he took me to see it, and I'm like, well, I didn't see the first one. This is a horror movie. He's like, no, nah, man, you're good. I think all of us saw yeah, it in the theater. It was amazing. So much fun. So I, I had no idea what was going on. Like, this movie is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. And I think all three, four of us, including Nick, have all said and agreed that that's pretty much a perfect movie. Oh, without, without a doubt. A, without a you doubt. You cannot pick that movie apart. And if you do, I don't want to be friends with you. Number four, this one came to mind, and I'm like, God, I would love to see this in a Dolby theater, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, shit. I mean, I'd come out with PTSD, but to see that in a Dolby theater, Mm -hmm. 
Uh, the closest thing I could think of is Midway because Midway was in Dolby, and that was it. Sounded like the planes were actually in the theme. Well, we saw 1917 in Dolby, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's a lot more action in. I haven't seen Midway yet. It's on my list, but there's a lot more action in Private Ryan. Oh, 100 percent. 1917. Yes, uh, there, there's a lot more action in Midway uh, with with the f- Midways with fantastic. the planes and the explosion. That would be badass. Yeah, because yeah, okay. you actually get to see Pearl Harbor happen as well. Um, so yeah, saving Private Ryan for sure. Nice. Uh, my number four is a movie that I love, but I have n- I never got to see it in theaters, and that was Battle Los Angeles. Oh, sir. Good for you. Right? Because that is an amazing movie. It as, is. As we have well documented. Literally yes, sitting right over are. there. Yep, absolutely. I got the steel book at home. I know you do. I bought that bad bitch in the metal box. Um, uh, yeah, I dude. In, the sound in the, yes. the, 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 the movie. I mean, it's a war movie, so you got all... I just think that... And you get to see it on the big screen, too. Dude, would be pretty if you dope. take Aliens and Saving Private Ryan... And they hump on a Friday? Are you kidding me? It's Battle LA. I think this might be the first list list that we have to prematurely stop because we just hit the pinnacle right yep, there. I I well. I mean, uh, what? Yeah, you're what, right. What are we doing? That's it. I'm going home. Bye. The rest of this will be have the duels of lists. Yes. Uh, tell you what, you guys p- pick your own number one through threes, and we'll see you next yeah. week. <laughs> the rest is on you. <laughs> yeah, uh, just because because I think that would be a great theater experience. It, it absolutely yeah. was. I think I saw that two or three times. Of course you did. I mean, you, so you're good. right. So good. Yep. I'm I'm proud of you. And you know what? Good that for guy, you. That guy takes some roles. Aaron Eckert. That he's really good in them, but he gets not a lot of credit. Plays James Doolittle in Midway. Oh, nice. And he crushes it. It's awesome. Of course he does. Yes, of course he does, because that's all he does. Is, I mean, he's Harvey Dent, for God's sake. He's been snapping checks and cashing <laughs> necks. For years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I messed it up, but it was fun um, to do it that way. Snapping necks and cashing checks. Uh, my number three is the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, didn't It was not around when Dolby was around, obviously, but more specifically Two Towers mm-hmm. to see Helm's Deep oh, and Dolby yes. take all my money. I, in fact, I'll pay double just to see the Helm's Deep fight in Dolby. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. The rain, the the oh yeah, I mean I, I did not see the first two in the theater, but I saw the Return of the King. I did not see the first one. I saw the first one on DVD at home because oddly enough, believe it or not, I didn't want to see it. I, I wasn't impressed and with. Then, I, I wasn't looking forward to it either. It just it just wasn't on my list, radar, whatever you want to call it. And then a few friends that I worked with were like you are insane. This is exactly the movie that you would kind of like. So they. Brought the DVD. I watched it on a weekend, and when it ended, I was almost through my shoe at the TV. Right, like this is where you end. This is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, then Dylan came along in a couple years. Um, oh, he I he was around when Lord of the Rings came out, but by the time Two Towers came out at the theater, he had seen the first one and loved it. One of the toys. He was a little young. I think he was four. I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken. He was young. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll take it early. He wants to see it, so. It was right around the 2001-2002 mark. Yeah, because he was born in 99, so yeah, he was he was a little guy. That was when uh, Lord of the Rings came out, the, the, the Fellowship of the Ring. Correct. Yeah. So it was, it was a gamble. I'm like, well, I know it's a long movie, but it was, it was an early movie because that's the only way to do it. Took him. That kid sat on the edge of that seat for three hours. Of course he did. That's and, a badass movie. And wanted every single toy, loved the Urukais, loved the goblins. I mean, just loved it. Sauron, I mean, he got the 12-inch uh, Sauron doll that when you hit the little button, his red eyes lit up behind the helmet. 
it was awesome. So yeah, seeing that mo- those movies in Dolby to me would be an instant moneymaker. It's hard for me to come up with a battle sequence that's better than Helm's Deep on top of that as well. It's so, tough. Yeah, that's so good. The rain, the dark, the scariness of those of those. Oh god! I think Return of the King is a better movie, but I do think the Two Towers has is is. I'm sorry, is it's Return of the King is a. Overall, movie as far as what it gets done, yes. But the Two Towers is is the best movie of the three. Return of the King stupid, is a fantastic finale of those three movies. But man, Helm's Deep, that shit is good. How did you feel about the Hobbit movies? They were they were there. Yeah. Uh, I I don't hate them by any means. It's they're, they're the Star Wars prequels at this point. Yeah, took a lot of shit for them making it three movies when it should have been two at the most. Um, but you know what? I don't hate them. If they're on, like I'll watch a little bit of them. Um, the first one's my favorite, I think. First one I think is the best. Yeah. But man, Cumberbatch's smog is just gold. Yeah, he is. You want to see something cool? Go on YouTube and watch the f- actual filming of Cumberbatch and see in the mocap suit doing Smog's voice. It's eerie. He's amazing. Oh. You know what I did watch uh last week that I didn't tell you about? I finally watched War for the Planet of the Apes. Finally. Yeah. I've had it on Blu-ray for like two and a half years. Hadn't even opened it up. Amazing three movies. It was. Uh, I, I, of, I root for the, the monkeys. One of the, I do too. I'm Team Caesar. Uh, me too. Yeah. I was too. All day. W- one of the best trilogies that's ever been made. Uh, it's it's uh, definitely from, up from there. From top to bottom. Top to bottom. Top to T bottom. T to B. T to B. My number three is Predator. Oh, shit. Because I did not get to see that in the theater because I wasn't old enough. My parents wouldn't let me. I ended up seeing it on, on DVD and video when it came out. Um. Wow, just to hear Long Tong's ha- Long Tall Sally in uh, right. Dolby, that'd be awesome. But the <coughs> what the hell, dude? Did that the sound from that movie would be just? That ain't no man. <laughs> ain't got time to bleed. That's you got time to duck. Yeah, uh, we've talked about Predator a thousand times, yep. and how good it is. It's you are, and, and not having gotten to see it in the theater, and then to have it upgraded with the Dolby sound so that every time something blew up, your spleen your spleen vibrates. You are spot on, so sir. So dope. To hear the vibration in the seats when the Predator growls. Right. Oh, my God, yes. I'm in. Number two. I had a really tough time with number two and number one, so I'm going to call it 1A and 1B. Okay. 1B is Tron Legacy. Mm. I saw that in IMAX. I was floored between the... The visual part of the movie, the music, the soundtrack, which is such a big part of the movie. It's like Guardians of the Galaxy with the soundtrack that it has on a different level where the music, it's just music, but it fits the movie and it just rumbles. And it's, and IMAX was really good. I can't imagine that movie in Dolby. Like, it would be incredible. Yeah. I have not seen it yet. It's on my watch list. It's on Disney Plus. I know. It's on my watch list. Um, Again, it's hard for me to sit down and just have time to watch the Dude, movie. You're just but... gonna have to just get out of this house, come over, and we'll just have a movie day. Okay. And I got to get you caught up because Tron Legacy is one of it. those movies, for sure. Such a, it, God, it's a great sequel. It really is. And plus, you get to see Jeff Bridges basically as the Big Lebowski in in the leg in the Tron world. Because he does have that kind dude, of dude. It's in 4K, dude. <laughs> he, there's a line where he says, like he's gonna walk away. He goes, "All right, man, I'm just gonna go take a few minutes and talk to the stars." I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's Jeff Lebowski. It's you got to see it. Okay, so my number two, I did not get to see in the theater because I didn't want to see it in the theater. 
Mm-hmm. And I will say that it's a good movie, but I will not say that it's a great movie. It, I don't think that it was worthy of the acclaim that it got simply because there was some stupid stuff in the movie that I had a problem with. If I, if it's on your list, it's worthy. But, it's like Thor. But I want, <laughs> but I want to see it because of the innovations that they had, and and because after watching it, I was like that movie was gorgeous. Was I would see Avatar in 3D and Dolby. Dude, I'm here to tell you that I know that movie takes a lot of joking aside now, but when that movie came out and you got to see that movie in 3D, which I did at least four times, it was an event. I, I can see how it was. It, it, you spent that. This is how I took in the movie. Saw it. Um, you're watching the movie, and because for the first time, 3D was 3D, and it wasn't the red and blue glasses. It wasn't the cheesy pl- pl- or paper. Open it up, put them on, and whatever. You put those glasses on, and in about five minutes, you forgot those glasses were on. Yes. And it felt like you were watching a live-action play on a 50-foot screen. It was incredible. And to this day, I mean, to me, 3D is fun when, it, when, it's, when it's good. Nothing has come close to the 3D that Avatar showed. And I know that you know it's well-documented that that movie was taken so long because James Cameron had to develop the technology to show the movie the way he felt, and good for him because it was worth the wait. And I hope and pray that he does the same thing with the two and three that are coming out, being in 3D the way that the first one was. I'd pay 50 bucks to watch that movie again in 3D. It's, it's, it's indescribable until you see it in person. I would, I would go see it in 3D again. I, I just wish that he had taken a little bit of the effort that he had put into developing the 3D cameras and come up with a different word than unobtainium. <laughs> I thought that was the best underlying joke of the entire movie. I don't I mean, if it's supposed to be a joke then it's then it's great, it's, but I mean the I can we just agree that James Cameron is a borderline he's genius? A, he's a badass. It, it, the the dude can do no wrong. He's a badass. With the exception of the last Terminator movie, which in fairness I haven't seen yet so I can't really shit on it. I've talked to some people that have seen it that said it's garbage. But at the same time, he was never on set for that movie. So yeah. can, can we really... Okay, aside no. from that, he can do no wrong. He's made some of the best movies Ever. in history. Oh, yeah. Um, I doubt that there was a time where he's... Oh, that that's a very smart name for that. There had to have been a side giggle. Like, yeah, let's go with Unimtaining. You know what? I'll have, I'll have to look that up. Yeah. But yeah, dude, that, that is a great pick. Thank you. And I'm with you to go see that. I would go. I'm telling you. When that next one comes out, I I hope and pray it's in 3D because it's it would have to be it's incredible. It would have to be. Yep, I agree. So my number one, Pretty Woman. I'm kidding. I know you are. It's Rogue One. Okay. I saw it at the theater, obviously, but it was not it was not in Dolby. Um, I would love to see that movie with all of that it has, with all the fight scenes and the the battles and the the warlike environment in the the fight on Scarif, the beach planet, would just be awesome. And then to hear Big Daddy V roll through that ship and for 30 seconds just wrecking house just would be awesome. It would. Yep. That would be really good. It's it's funny that you said your number one was Pretty Woman because mine's Sense and Sensibility. <laughs> Damn it. I almost went with On Golden Pond. <laughs> 
my number one is a movie that I did not get to see in the theater because I was in Japan when it came out. I got deployed to Japan, and when I came back, it was already out of the theater. So now to get to see it in Dolby would be the badass, and, and it was Jurassic Park. Yeah. I Again, it was funny we were talking about that because I that, that would be a no-brainer. Just for one, to see it in the movies again, period, but in Dolby, forget it. You imagine sitting there when the T-Rex roars at the end? Or when the... Uh, when the raptors would chomp, when those jaws would hit together, oh, yeah, They'd... in the bark, oh, oh. God, so yeah, that's a good list. Thanks. Yes, that, it was. Yours that, was good as that, well. That was uh, that was fun. Hopefully, someday that you know soon we'll be in the movies again. <laughs> we can only hope, right? Baby steps. Beaches are open. That's a huge. That, that's a huge start. Huge start. I'm happy. And we'll for, see. And for all those people saying it's too soon, stay home. Don't go. You don't have to go. I, I don't know that it's too soon, but I, I don't I don't understand the mentality of, oh, hey, look, we'll go ahead and open the restaurants up, but we're only going to be 25%. I mean, if, yeah. you, if you're going to open them, open them. If you're going to if you're going to do it, do it, but it hey, I'm not going to complain because guess what? I guarantee all those restaurant owners are they're happy to have a start. I think you're surprised. I think you'd be surprised to hear what restaurant owners think. I I'm going to tell you something right now. I I think restaurants are busier now than they are when they're open. I can and, and they're making more money because they're not having to pay as much staff. I can tell you the owners to the Detroit Coney Island are thrilled to death. They cannot wait to open their doors. I went to Smoky Bones the other night because they were running a buy one, get one on the smoked wings. Mm-hmm. And that's like Susan's favorite thing in the world, even though she doesn't eat meat. And um, I pulled up. They had 10 parking spots labeled 1 through one through 10. Mm-hmm. Eight of them were full. They had a table out front with a bartender there making drinks mm-hmm. at the bar. And there were cars pulling in and pulling out, pulling in and pulling out. We did a remodel for a sushi restaurant in South St. Pete. That's bullshit. Pulling out never works. I agree. <laughs> they, 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 I said, I said, my God, you look busy. And she says, I can't keep up. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the sushi restaurant in South St. Pete, we did a remodel for them. They're open for three hours at lunch, and they're open for four hours at night, and they are doubling right now what yep. they were doing beforehand. It's, uh, it, Like I said, it's a start back to normalcy. It, it's... I'm, I'm happy about it. I think I'm there's other things it. that could be opened instead of just restaurants. Oh, of course at there should be. I, you know how many people need a haircut? For well, God's sakes. You're looking at one of them. I mean, I, I took matters in my own hands and shaved my head a few weeks ago. I it's, legitimately thought about doing that today. My hair is uh, killing me. It's, But yeah, I mean, hopefully by the time I'm ready for another one, it, it'll be that time and it'll be open again. But hey, it's a start. There's Hey, there's light at the end of the tunnel. We got to get that. back to it at some point. Yep, for sure. And uh Sounds like it's sooner than later, so let, let's hope that the numbers stay down and we're good to go. This is all going to be over before Florida even bothers to process the unemployment claims. It better be open by kickoff football season. That's all I got to say. Uh, September? No yeah, worries. We're good. Even the government can't fuck that up. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, don't say that out loud. Don't, don't dare them. <laughs> I am at GBishop72. Yes, we, you are. The show are at Top 5 for Fighting. Uh, Instagram is Top I don't, you know, I don't know what our Instagram is. Go to the page. We'll, we'll, we'll link Putnam two seven seven three. Putty two seven seven three. I do have Twitter. A hello that I have to say because he's just beating me up every week. Okay. Friend of Dylan's. We play Call of Duty together all the time. Noah listens to us every single week. In fact, Noah Fiordolino was a player in high school that played with Dylan. I coached him. Fun kid. He's special. He's he, that's he, bullshit. If you want to shout on the show, you got to fucking pay. You got to earn it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Noah. Yeah, and his family's not poor either. 
That's all right. I said it. He's going to be like, God damn it, Mike. But yeah, I had to say hello to Noah because he listens and he every week, when's your new episode come out? Noah, same time it did every, every you know, last, the week before. Jesus, man, we gave you a bonus episode last week. Get off our nuts. Yeah, no God. shit. Um, so hello, Noah. Hi, Noah. And yeah, we, we play Call of Duty or whatever with him and Dylan every now and then. Sweet. A few times a week anyway. We try to, but hi, Noah. Happy? Hi, Noah. Love you, you big dumb bastard. Right? <laughs> Uh, that's it. I think I got. Let's, let's get out of here. We got to go home and watch Parks and Rec. Oh yeah, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Later. Bye. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's gonna ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally... I can smell the freedom. He always buries the, something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry, literally. And it's, it's just, it's amazing to me.